Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome back to the ICCI podcast. In this episode, I thought I would respond to a few questions that I've received, um, some really good questions about resources that I might suggest uh, that could be helpful to you and others in learning more about the cultural backgrounds of people with whom you're interacting. So it's important to state at the outset that the resources I will highlight in this episode two, two um, primary resources provide general information about broad cultural groups. If you know or have good reason to believe that a person with whom you're interacting identifies as a member of a particular cultural group, it can be useful to give thought to whether some general aspects of those cultural groups that they are connected with might apply to them on an individual level. But it's essential to keep in mind in doing this work that no individual is completely representative of one or more larger cultural groups. So the two resources I'll highlight today um, are just uh, one piece of the puzzle in, in terms of getting a better understanding of the um, folks with whom you're interacting, um, who you sense are coming from a different cultural background than, than you are. So the first resource that I'll mention is um, Hofstede's National Cultural Dimensions. Um, and Hofstede is spelled H-O-F, as in Frank, S-T-E, D as in David, E. Um, you can find uh, this resource online, and I've posted the link to the specific spot on the website for this resource under the resources section of ICCIModel.com. For those of you who don't know, Geert Hofstede is a Dutch scholar who created several cultural dimensions um, based on research that he did that allow us to compare and contrast different national cultures. So for example, if you're interested in comparing in very broad strokes how US culture might differ from or be similar to Chinese culture. Now, if you go to the website, you can read complete definitions of the, the six dimensions. And the great thing about this resource is it is available to all and free of charge. So there's a lot to explore there if you decide to check out the website itself. But as an example, if we look, for example, at US national culture through Hofstede's lens, um, I'll highlight just a few of the dimensions uh, related to U.S. culture. So one is the power distance dimension. So this dimension looks at the extent of hierarchical structures in a society. So the U.S. Uh, is rated relatively low on power distance, meaning that in the U.S. relative to um, many other countries, there is less of a distance between those who have power and those who do not have as much power. Um, so for example, in a workplace setting, the idea that uh, a regular employee might be able to um, propose an idea to people that are technically higher up in the organization is something that might be more commonly experienced in the U.S. Than, than some other cultures. The U.S. is also um, 
rated on the individualism uh, dimension, and it is rated as very high on individualism, which I imagine is not surprising um, for those of you who know U.S. culture well. So this simply means that in the United States, individual achievement, the focus on an individual's perspective is often emphasized more so than the group or collective perspective. And then the last dimension that I will um, note here is uh, one called uncertainty avoidance. So uncertainty avoidance looks at how comfortable a culture is, speaking generally, with ambiguity and with uncertainty. So the U.S. is, is uh, rated as pretty low on uncertainty avoidance, uh, which means that in the U.S. we are fairly comfortable in general with some degree of ambiguity. And so we don't avoid uncertainty as much as some other cultures do. So that's just a quick snapshot of, of some of the information that you can find uh, on Hofstede's website, which, as I said, is linked to from my website. The second resource that I'll mention is called The Cultural Detective, which you can find at culturaldetective.com. And I've also linked to this site in the resources section of iccimodel.com. This resource provides specific insights regarding particular cultural groups ranging from national cultures uh, all the way to ethnic groups within a national culture. So I should state uh, up front here that there is a cost reviewing the complete report for each cultural group on culturaldetective.com, but you can take a look at the summary for each group on their website for free, which is, um, which is nice. So as an example, one of the cultural groups that is profiled on culturaldetective.com is the lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender LGBT uh, cultural group. And just to give you a brief excerpt, the cultural detective summary for the LGBT cultural group that you can read for free on the website uh, states in part, and I quote, LGBT communities are defined by identities based on gender and sexual orientation. Their sense of culture emerges in their experiences in life due to core differences from the cultural norms surrounding gender and sexuality. These differences impact everyday attitudes and behaviors, including those of survival, modes of expression, creation of family, and participation in community." Uh, end quote. So that just gives you a snapshot of a kind of general information you can get on culturaldetected.com. So I should say as I wrap up here that it's important to emphasize that in considering either Hofstede's cultural dimensions or the cultural detective resource, we can never fully know or understand another person's perspective, their identity and values, or the way they are approaching their cross-cultural interactions. But these are examples of resources, uh, ones that I've used myself, that can perhaps help provide some of the missing pieces of the puzzle. I should also say there are um, other resources um, out there, such as cultural groups in your community, who might be interested in providing information to others about their history and beliefs. You know, some cultural groups in the community 
you know, part of their mission is outreach. And so um, they have activities and programming um, for educating people in the community who may not know as much about their cultural group. And so you can also tap into those resources as well. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, in future episodes, I hope to dig into other aspects of this cross-cultural work that can be challenging. And if you have any suggestions for what the next episode's topic should be, please feel free to let me know at iccimodel at gmail.com. That's iccimodel at gmail.com. Thanks so much.